Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Four Vaginas Only. In this episode, we're going to be discussing urinary tract infections. So if you wanted to learn everything there is to know about UTIs, then keep listening to this episode. But first, let's cue the music. Hello and welcome to Four Vaginas Only, the podcast about everything female. I'm your host, Dr. Celestine, bringing you important information about understanding your health and body in the way you wish your doctor would actually explain it. All right, guys, Dr. Celestine here. Now, chances are, if you've gotten this far in this episode, you're interested in learning a little bit more about urinary tract infections, or UTIs for short. And the reason I know this, not only because you're still here, but because about 40 to 50% of women have experienced a UTI, and it's something that can even be a recurrent problem for lots of women. So it's important to talk about. So let's dive into it a little bit deeper. Okay, so as a gynecologist, it was a little interesting to me at first when I came out of residency and I started seeing lots of women for urinary tract infections. Because if you don't know, there is a specialty of medicine called urology um, or even urogynecology. They are doctors that have learned a lot more about the bladder and specialize in the bladder um, and sometimes the kidneys if you're looking into even nephrology. So as a new gynecologist, I was a little surprised at how many women came to me because they were experiencing UTI symptoms. So now, as a seasoned gynecologist, I guess I could say, it's much more commonplace. And I realize the reason is that, you know, a lot of women go to their gynecologist as their primary care doctor. Plus, I also treat UTIs in pregnancy. Now, with that being said, this episode is not about urinary tract infections in pregnancy. So everything I say here is going to be for women who are not pregnant or are not possibly pregnant at the time of their UTI or their recurrent UTI. So I've become a lot more familiar with treating at least simple, maybe not so simple, but not so complex of a urinary tract infection, kind of middle of the road to simple UTIs. But if people come to me and they have a high amount of recurrent UTIs that I can't personally get under control, or if I'm concerned for another underlying issue, which will get into some of the causes of UTIs, then I send you to a specialist. But there are a lot of UTIs and women that get recurrent UTIs that I have kind of learned throughout my training and learned how to manage. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So first and foremost, what is the urinary tract? Okay, so UTI is short for urinary tract infection. So it's an infection of somewhere along the urinary tract. Now, if you start kind of from where urine or pee is created, that goes through the bloodstream and into the kidneys. The kidneys are kind of in your mid-upper back. Then the urine travels down tubing on both sides called the ureters. The ureters end in your bladder, which is in your lower abdomen, and the bladder empties out the pee through your urethra, which is what all women and men pee out of. These are all the same structures in both genders. So that's kind of how the urine flows from top to bottom. So what is a UTI? It's an infection of this urinary tract. It's usually um, a bacterial infection that enters the urethra, which is kind of the opening of your body to the bladder, okay? And that bacteria enters the urethra and ends up in the bladder, and that is a urinary 
tract infection. And it becomes more severe if that infection then travels up the ureters and ends up in the kidneys. Now, that's a kidney infection or something called pyelonephritis. And that's a more complicated diagnosis that we're not discussing per se in this episode. But just for completeness sake, that's how a urinary tract infection or bacteria enters, goes into the bladder, and can ascend to the kidney, which is a kidney infection. All right, now the important part. How do you get this? So I either have one of two groups of people. So I have one set of patients that get UTIs all the time, and they've either been battling it on their own and trying to keep it at bay, or working with other physicians trying to keep it at bay and it's not working, and they end up seeing me. Um, And that's called a recurrent UTI. That means that you've had a UTI at least three times in the past year, or two times in the past six months. That's the definition of having recurrent or too frequent urinary tract infections. The other group is a patient that comes to me and has never had a UTI before. And they're like, what the hell? Why am I getting this now? What have I done? What has changed? Or you know, what did I do that caused this urinary tract infection to happen? So I'm going to preface this by saying a lot of times my answer is nothing really changed um, or that There's nothing abnormal with you that's causing the UTI or a frequent UTI. And that's because in females, the basically what happens is the bacteria comes from either the vagina or your rectum, anal area, and travels up the urethra into the bladder. And in females, that happens a lot more frequently than in males because of how close all of our parts are. So how close that urethra or that opening where the pee comes out of is to the vaginal opening and to the anus rectal area. So a lot of times the answer is just anatomy. That's how females were born. Sometimes your urethra is a little bit closer to these areas than another females, but in general, they're all pretty close together and makes UTI sometimes a common thing in women. But before I just say, oh, it's nothing, it's just you, which, come on, nobody really wants to hear, right? Because that doesn't always give us the solution we're looking for. So although that's the majority of the reason and there are things that we can do to combat that, sometimes there is a cause, okay? So a lot of times I see it in women that just begin having sex because it's kind of smushing that bacteria around in that area, um, leading to more bacteria close to the urethra and increasing the chance of having a UTI. Um, Or two, you're having sex very, very frequently. So you're having more interactions where that bacteria can touch the urethra. Some other causes of UTIs can include women that get stones. So kidney stones, bladder stones sometimes can lead to bacteria sitting in an area where it's not supposed to be and it stays there for a while and causes a UTI. Also, if you have any nerve or muscle issues, sometimes that translates to a muscle issue with the bladder, um, causing you not to empty your bladder completely. If you don't know, the bladder is really like a big, smooth muscle. So that's why we can kind of squeeze and like, when you strain a little bit to pee and to empty out just that little bit left, <laughs> it's kind of it's a muscle that you're squeezing. Um, and some medical conditions can lead to issues with the bladder as well, such as women with diabetes, for example. 
So although a lot of times we don't or we can't pinpoint exactly why you're getting UTIs or why you've gotten your first UTI, there are some conditions that we go through and some reasons to actually meet with, go into your doctor and get an exam so that we can figure out if there is an underlying cause for your urinary tract infection. So now that we've kind of gone through some reasons or some causes of urinary tract infections, let's talk a little bit about the symptoms. What does it feel like to have a UTI? A lot of the time, most commonly, people have pain with urination or burning when they pee. That can be a sign that there's an infection in the bladder. Also, a sign could be seeing some blood or red or pinkish discoloration to your urine. Another common one is always feeling the urge to pee. Like you feel like you have to go to the bathroom, but you just went, or you try to go to the bathroom and only a little bit of urine comes out and you keep doing that every like 20 minutes that feeling of the urge to pee can actually mean that there's an infection there. Another symptom can be having low stomach pain. That's because, like we talked about the anatomy a little bit, of where both kidneys then take the urine and it travels down the ureter and ends in the bladder, which is in your central low part of your abdomen. So having some pain there could mean that there's an infection or irritation of the bladder. Also, having a strong odor to your urine, or it smells really bad, that could be a sign that there's an infection or a UTI. But keep in mind, and I'm sure I'm going to say this a few more times in this podcast, but these symptoms could also mean something else. So please, 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 if anything you take away from this podcast episode, if you think that you have some causes or symptoms of a UTI, Do not use this podcast as a treatment or as a way to diagnose yourself. I urge you to see your physician, have an exam, and confirm that it is a UTI so that we know what we're dealing with and that so you don't suffer for longer than you have to. So this gets me to how we diagnose it. The only way to diagnose a UTI 100% is having your urine tested. So that means going to the doctor, peeing in the little specimen cup in the bathroom, (laughs) and the physician sends off your urine for testing, whether that be a urine analysis, but the final and gold standard, as we call it, for diagnosing a UTI would be a urine culture. So that goes off to a lab for a couple days, and it comes back and it tells us exactly what bacteria is there causing your UTI. So... I will preface that by saying, as a physician myself, if one, if you are someone that, ha- that gets UTIs frequently and we've tested it before and I know that you know the symptoms of a UTI, sometimes I will treat you before I get any culture results back or without seeing you in the office because we've established your UTI previously. On the other hand, sometimes I will treat a UTI just based off someone telling me their story and their symptoms, me doing an exam in the office, and I have in my office a urine tester or a urine analyzer that gives me a quick feedback of some points or parameters that we look at in your urine to tell me there most likely is a UTI there. It doesn't confirm it, but when I put together your symptoms, my exam, and that little quick tester... I will sometimes treat patients for a UTI while I'm waiting for that gold standard culture of the specific bacteria to come back within a few days. Because with my medical decision making, my training, I know most of the time that I'm dealing with a UTI before I get the culture back. So I'll be able to treat you ahead of time so you're not suffering again longer than you have to. 
Now let's talk about treatment, okay? So I'm going to start by saying the only treatment, meaning the only thing to make a UTI go away are antibiotics. So it's a prescription of the antibiotic medication that you have to receive from a medical provider, whether that's me as a gynecologist, your urologist who's a bladder specialist, your primary care doctor that you see for other issues as well. A doctor has to prescribe antibiotics to kill that bacteria that's causing the infection in your bladder. Now, for how long you have to be on an antibiotic or for what specific type of antibiotic you need to be on, well, one, there are some that we use most commonly if we're waiting for the culture result to come back, or if I know you've had a UTI previously, I might see what your previous bacteria cause was and treat that while we're waiting for a new culture to result. Um, or sometimes I treat people preemptively, meaning I treat them after they come in, like I talked about for that exam and my little quick test in the office. But then the culture comes back in a few days and I actually need to treat it with a different antibiotic because the bacteria that you have is either resistant to what I've started treatment with or is just not treated by that type of antibiotic. But regardless of what type of antibiotic or how long you have to be on it, the only way to make it go away is an antibiotic. Now, with that being said, I am well aware that there are a lot of over-the-counter medications for UTIs, meaning things that you go into the stores, your Walgreens, your Targets, your Walmarts, and you see it on the shelves, um, things to help you with your UTI. And I'm actually not against those things completely. Some of them help with the discomfort of a UTI. They might help um, the burning when you pee not be so painful while we're treating it. Um, sometimes some people even take certain medications to help try to prevent new UTIs from coming about. But with all that being said, and as great as some of those medications can be, nothing will actually treat or make a UTI go away unless you have a prescription for an antibiotic from your doctor. Okay, now there's a special subset of women that unfortunately get recurrent UTIs. Now, like I talked about it in the beginning, a recurrent UTI, the definition would be if you have three UTIs that are diagnosed by a physician in one year, or if you've gotten two UTIs in the prior six months. So I'm going to say here that still the treatment to make the UTI go away is a prescribed antibiotic. However, there are some things that we as physicians can talk to you about or help you do that may prevent recurrent UTIs in those who suffer from them. So one might be a longer term antibiotic, which means using an antibiotic for a longer period of time or using it specifically at certain times where you tend to get more UTIs. Two would be increasing your fluids. So increasing your water intake can help flush out and keep the urine flowing outwards through the urethra to hopefully prevent bacteria from coming up into the urethra, into the bladder. Another thing will be if sometimes I'll tell people not to hold their urine. So some people are holding their urine for long times during the day because of work or school or whatnot, and they can't get to the bathroom. So not that that's proven, but it can be of some benefit. 
Another one is good hygiene. So if you don't know, all females are supposed to wipe when they go to the bathroom from front to back. You never, ever wipe from back to front because that's just bringing the bacteria from the anus and the rectum, such as E. coli, up and to right next to where you pee from. So that increases your chance of having a UTI. So front to back, please only. Thank you. Also, that includes changing your pads frequently. So if you're someone that uses pads when you're menstruating, make sure you're not sitting in that pad full of blood for long periods of time because sometimes some bacteria can be on the pad with the blood. It could potentially increase your risk of UTIs. Another one is making sure you pee after sex. So some people, they notice they get a lot lot of UTIs when they have sex, like we talked about earlier in the episode. So in that sense, not that it's always going to work, but one thing you could do to try to help yourself is to pee after each time. Another thing, you can try loose clothing. Don't wear tight clothes where you're sweating a lot in the vaginal and rectal area because sweating and moisture is where bacteria loves to grow and you're just causing more bacteria to be in that area. Another one is avoiding spermicide. So spermicide, some people use um, when they're having sex or with condoms and sometimes spermicide can lead to an increased amount of UTIs in some women. Another thing you can do is using water-based lubricants instead of silicone-based lubricants. And the other, which everybody loves to talk to me about and is important to mention in this episode, is unsweetened cranberry juice or cranberry pills that you'll see a lot over-the-counter at your local store. So there's been lots of studies on cranberry juice and cranberry pills, um, you know, It's also all over the internet. People hear about taking cranberry daily in order to prevent UTIs. And although there are no, there's no definitive answer, there's no definitive study that shows 100% that a cranberry supplement will help decrease the amount of UTIs you get or help eliminate you from getting UTIs altogether. It also can't hurt, right? So unless for some reason you can't take cranberry, you're allergic to it, or it interferes with your other medications that you're taking, you know, it doesn't hurt to try the cranberry supplement. So the reason people talk about cranberry all the time is because there is an active ingredient in cranberries that can help prevent the adherence or the stickiness of bacteria to the wall of your bladder which would therefore, in theory, prevent you from getting an infection of the bladder. But most of the studies that are out there so far suggest that certain supplements don't have enough of this active ingredient in order to be beneficial. But there is a small study that shows that a certain amount of a cranberry supplement mixed with some other supplements can potentially lower the amount of recurrent UTIs in up to 90% of women, which... This product has been formulated by a company that is our sponsor today. This episode of the Four Vaginas Only podcast is sponsored by Cystex and their brand new product, Cystex Ultra Protection. Cystex Ultra Protection is a twice daily supplement that is used to help prevent recurrent UTIs. It is formulated with probiotics, cranberry, and vitamin A. Now, while I'll always recommend seeing your doctor if you think you have a UTI, as antibiotics are the only cure, Cystex Ultra Protection, if taken daily, is the only supplement of its kind that has been shown to decrease how often you get UTIs in those women that suffer from recurrent UTIs. 
Now, the probable reason for this is because the probiotics in the supplement promote favorable bacteria in the vagina and the gut, which can potentially go into the urinary tract. And also, the amount of cranberry product in the supplement can help prevent bacteria from sticking to the bladder and leading to a UTI. So if you haven't gathered yet by everything I mentioned about what we recommend and things that we can potentially use to help treat recurrent UTIs, treating recurrent UTIs can be tricky. Sometimes it requires um, lots of different physicians to weigh in and help you. Sometimes it requires us trying some of these things that are not necessarily proven, but we know can help with some women. And sometimes it requires the use of some over-the-counter supplements in order for us to see what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Now, I have to say that these over-the-counter supplements, including our sponsor today, are not approved by the FDA. So the FDA does not have the authority to review any dietary supplement products for their safety and effectiveness. So that's why it's even more important for you before starting any supplement to discuss it with your doctor. So there is hope. For those of you that suffer from recurrent UTIs, I know sometimes it looks like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, but there are things that you can do with the help of your physician or doctor so that we can hopefully get this under control. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode on Four Vaginas Only. If you want to listen to any other episodes previously, I go through a range of gynecologic topics from pregnancy to fibroids to periods. You can find that all on my website, forbeginesonly.com, or on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere else podcasts are really found. I also have a social media profile on at Four Vaginas Only on Instagram and Facebook, and you can email me at C at fvonly.com and that's it i'll catch you guys on the next four vaginas only episode bye-bye